Last night, I very excited. I go to your nice restaurant, McDonald's. Yeah. And I eat uh, 14 hamburger <laughs> and uh, 2,000 packets of this red soup uh, that called ketchup. <laughs> uh, and now this morning, after what just happened, my anus it hang loose like a mouth of a tired dog. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this man! Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you are a fat. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Borat! <laughs> I like, hey, very man, nice. just having fun here. Woman, Borat's messing with my self-esteem. Women's would go crazy for you in Kazakhstan. They like it very much, a fat. <laughs> 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 I want to take you back to Kazakhstan. I will make a lot of money. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> selling him to the circus. No, not selling No, no, him no. To the Come with me. He wants they to like take you. you. Uh, we have... Uh, a uh, one man uh, like this, uh, he uh, work in a circus. Uh, people pay twenty five thousand tenge to touch his hair. He's called he's called Gogol. You know him? Don't, don't I look like Kazakhstani women? <laughs> you uh, you are not the woman's. He's uh. You are a big man. Yes, sir. I would like to wrestle you with no clothes. And I, and I wish I had the cram that I should have been blessed with. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't have a big cram? Oh, I, I wanted a baby on, but I didn't get blessed with a big cram. Yes. <laughs> Mine yeah. is thick like a can of Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of women have been talking about uh, your film and saying that it, uh, it doesn't show them in the best light. Like you, you. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a problem. They are not allowed in the cinema. Uh, no, not where I'm from. <laughs> uh, we have a pen outside the cinema where you put your animals and your wives. Yeah. <laughs> and you must give in a ticket stub to collect them. <laughs> if they are not collected within three days, then they are resold. Obviously, they don't vote yet over there or anything, uh, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> no voting. Let's just laugh. We say to give a woman vote is like to let a monkey fly a plane. <laughs> Very dangerous. This episode of the OP Radio Podcast sponsored by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Hello Fresh, America's number one meal kit. Like uh, yeah, right on, man. We're we're live. How is everybody? Welcome to my little live stream from the ocean. It's uh, well, you can see it for yourself. It's a very, very cloudy, foggy day here at the ocean. What a lovely <laughs> night of sleeping. That lovely sleeping weather where you open up the windows and you hear the ocean and you get a nice breeze coming into your room. It was, it was wonderful. But as I sit here at seven thirty in the morning. It's I'm cold, man. This is the first this is the first day of summer that I felt actually cold in the morning. So they raided Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago, huh? I hope they found my career. <laughs> What's up, Andy Volen? How are you? Going down to Aruba, I think in um 
Where are we going? I think we're going in October. We're just yanking the kids out of school, and we're going down there for like two weeks in October, I, and we can't wait. It's going to be the first time we that we've flown, I should say, in like two years. I, you know what? My passport expired. Should I do this? Ah, I always do the stupid shit. Hold on a minute. I got to show you my, uh, my almost passport photo. I think it's right over here. Hold on. So, uh, yeah, so we're, so we're going to Aruba, and we realized our passports were all sorts of uh, expired. So um, I had to go to the post office to get a, my, my passport uh, renewed, and they said, you got to go across the street to, to CVS, I think it was, to get your passport photo, right? So I actually, oh, this is kind of embarrassing, but what the hell. So I show up. At CVS with this T-shirt on, it's all nice. It's a nice little short sleeve. It's uh, it's like a baby blue uh, color, right? And I stand against this wall, and the guy goes, "You you can't you can't wear that shirt. Uh, you're gonna have a floating head," he says. And they don't like floating heads in your passport photo. So I'm like, I, he's got, he's like, do you have anything else to change in? I'm like, no, man, we live in the boonies. It took us almost an hour just to get here. No, I don't. He goes, I might have something in the back. So uh, this would skeeve out a lot of people, but to me, I, it's no big deal. He comes back from the back of the CVS with a fleece, <clears throat> a black fleece that's just been laying around that obviously someone left at CVS a million years ago. He goes, you got to put this on because we can't have a floating head for your passport photo. And so I put this thing on. It smells bad. And instead of having a nice, like, light baby blue T-shirt on, I got this uh, flea-infested fleece that's been laying around CVS for God knows how many years on. And then they take the photo, right? So <laughs> so I... Uh, I smile like I'm doing right now. I give him a nice little smile. He's like, no smiles in passport photos. No no floating heads and no smiles. And I guess I was uh, hot from uh, from the long ride, so my hair is all just flat and just no body to it whatsoever. Long story short, this is, uh, this is, <laughs> this is the picture. <laughs> Jesus. I look like I'm, I'm the guy that picks you up at LaGuardia Airport. Come with me. I got your ride. So I, I take it to the post office, right? And um, the lady behind the counter is like, wow, that's one of the worst pictures I've ever seen. <laughs> I look like I'm from, I swear to you, I look like, not that there's anything wrong with this, but it looks like I'm from like the Middle East. And I'm a cab driver or something, and I'm trying to escape something, so I dyed my hair. So the lady's like, wow, that's a bad picture. I'm like, well, geez, thanks for that. And I'm like, man, I'm going to be stuck with this uh, this photo for the next 10 years on my damn passport. And I'm not going to lie to you. The, the picture I had on on my uh, expired passport, I liked. I, I looked, dare I say, a little sexy. So I didn't want to go from a little sexy to... Uh, Miserable looking like I'm a like I'm a like I, I, I drive limos. So now I'm sitting in the post office and bummed, you know, we're filling out uh, just so much paperwork. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, mugshot, exactly. Uh, XIRA, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm always looking for the end. Um, 
my son's photo had a shiny head, a shiny forehead. And the lady behind uh, the counter at the post office goes, oh, we can't use this picture. Look, and then she pulls out a book of all passport photos that are not good. And, and there were a couple floating heads in there. And one of the big nose knows is to have a shiny head. I guess the flash hit my son's uh, forehead. She's like, you're going to have to go back and uh, get another picture done. I'm like, really? I'm like, ha So I marched back with my son to the CVS, right? And I go, both our pictures aren't good. <laughs> so he got his picture redone where he doesn't have a shiny head. And uh, then there's a new lady that's taking the pictures at the CVS. I go, I need that flea-infested um, fleece uh, back, you know, for the second picture. She goes, oh, my God, you wore that? I'm like, yeah, why not? She goes, it's been just laying in the back for years. I don't know what the hell's on it. I go, well, yeah, but the guy said I would have a floating head. And she goes, uh, oh, I've never seen them reject a passport photo in my life. Let's go. You're fine. And then I go up against the white wall, right? And I'm not going to lie to you, the, the girl at CVS was kind of on the cute side. She was all tatted out. She was nice. And, uh, you know, the guy before was just a dud. Thus then why I wasn't going to give him anything in the face. This is the picture that is taken by a guy photographer. So she goes, you're going to be fine. I go, all right, can I, you know, the guy said I couldn't smile. She's like, you could, you know, you could, you could smile a little. I'm like, all right. I go, tell me when. And I went like this. I bent down. She goes, when? I go, click. <laughs> so guess who has another sexy photo for their passport? Oh, yeah. Up top. Poo. And then we went and ordered pizzas as big as our fucking heads. So we had, we had a lovely day yesterday. And then, uh, you know, I wake up this morning. It's all foggy out there. The bone smuggler smirk. Well, I, I, but I put my head down like this because I learned that. I learned that online. If you want, if you want to look good in pictures, you gotta look down. And then they say when, and you just look up, and it's a little more natural. <laughs> Another big day for the opster. That's right. Stony crusty pizza, uh, buddy. As Paulie Shore would say. All right. Not a fan of the Paulie Shore. You want to talk about people that are overrated, there you go. Put him right at the top of the goddamn list. And just if you're wondering, like, my back went a little backwards yesterday, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Are those uh, passports going to be back in time? Of course, we expedited them there, Vincent Scaramuzzo. You know, that's how they get you. Like, all right, so what's, uh, you know, when, when are we going to get our passports? Uh, it's going to be about 20 weeks. I, I mean, I'm obviously exaggerating. But if you expedite them, they'll be here tomorrow is basically how that works. So just another way to get a few more bucks out of your pocket. Ridiculous. Thanks, Ope. If I ever come to New York City, can we sit down and talk about your life and the ONA experience? Uh, no, no, we can't do that. No, no, no. You'll be thrown to the ground. No, we can't do that. <laughs> Hopelessly devoted to you. 
So I guess uh, I guess we lost Olivia Newton-John. The cancer got the best of her, right? Yes. Um, man, I got to be honest. When I was a very young lad, uh, and the juices started a bubbling inside the kid, I uh, I definitely fell for the Olivia Newton-John. I'll tell you one person that never fell for the Olivia Newton-John. Who wants to guess? But early on, when my juices were a-bubbling, I was into the Olivia Newton-John. And then I, I decided I needed a little, a little skank on my uh, Hollywood crushes. So I went uh, Farrah Fawcett, because she had a little more dirt than the Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> I needed a little, a little dirt. Um, I was so into Olivia Newton-John at first, though, that... Uh, you know, everyone fell in love with her. Not everyone. One person never fell in love with Olivia Newton-John. And I'm waiting to see if anyone gets it. But then I watched her next movie, which was like Xanadu or something. And I was I was done with my crush. Goodbye. I'm moving on. The one person that uh, didn't have a crush on Olivia Newton-John would be John Travolta. <laughs> he ain't fooling anybody. <laughs> Airplane kiss, anyone? Hopelessly devoted to you. Oh, long comment. That's never good. Chris Fallon. I'm going to read this cold. Hey, oh, always want to thank you for the years of entertainment you gave me. You legit made my life enjoyable, even when my job was carrying 40 pounds of cow crap to people's cars for Walmart. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Chris. That means a lot. Oh, yeah. Andy Vollen. Very good. Andy Vollen knows his movies. Greece was fun until the ending. The car flying away. What the fuck was that? That was the time where they didn't know how to wrap up movies. They just didn't know how to wrap up movies. Let's not forget that one of the greatest comedies ever made that you can't make today. Mel Brooks is a god. Is uh, Blazing Saddles. And, and that movie also, they're like, I don't know. We just got to end this thing. Let's just, let's just do a food fight in a cafeteria. But it's the Old West. I know. We'll break down the fourth wall and they'll be in some cafeteria at the movie studio. And we'll just have a big, huge fight in there. What? Same thing with Caddyshack. One of my favorite uh, comedies of all time. All of a sudden, they just start blowing up the golf course. They didn't know how to end that thing either. There was a time they just couldn't figure out endings to movies there, Andy Vollen. But you're not wrong. The flying car in Greece was stupid. Good morning, everyone. Olivia Newton-John was everyone's wholesome crush in the 70s. From that to Kim Kardashian, what happened? What happened? I saw something on the TikTok where they put uh, all the Kardashian sisters' faces back, meaning their old faces on a brand new photo, and it is astonishing how much work they've all gotten over the years. I don't find any of them attractive. Let me think. Because Kim has some giant weird butt with, like, veal legs. Um, that's a massive turnoff. I think the ugly sister that turned into um, a billionaire out of nowhere from lipstick or something. She was just, like, quietly in the shadows looking all ugly. They didn't put her front and center. And then she's like, well, watch what I do. And then she got all sorts of plastic. I forgot her name. I don't know their names. I think they all start with a K. And Kendall, maybe? No, uh... No, which one is the... Uh, Bruce Jenner had... I call him Bruce Jenner because that's how I know him. I apologize to the, to, the, to the community, okay? No disrespect. 
but how I remember him, he had like uh, he had like the Dorothy Hamill haircut as he was winning the the decathlon in the Olympics. That's how I remember the guy. So that's why I I uh, unintentionally say Bruce Jenner. But he had two daughters, and the one is really skinny and has no hint of body parts, but it has a very very cute face. She might be the the natural beauty in the family as far as the face goes. And then her sister from the Bruce Jenner thing, she was the ugly one that I think they kind of kept in the attic. And then she's like, F all of you. Watch what I do now. And she might be the sexiest of all of them. But if you see a before and after picture of that, uh, at that one, you'd be uh, amazed. Hear the helicopter? Let's let it go by. It's right over my head. Helicopter, helicopter. Oh damn, that's some uh that's a that's that's some kind of VIP. That's a pimped out helicopter that just went by. Just these guys got the life, man. They 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 commute back and forth to Manhattan from way out here. And they got these beautiful helicopters, and they fly really low right along the coastline. Can you imagine what that view must be like? Morning open a little bit. You're looking good and healthy. Kim is gross just by the men she's been with. She's nasty. She always looks saturated with some sort of slimy liquid. She's got a ridiculous face, but it's the it's the like it's like the ET body that kind of starts after her belly button. That's really creepy. All right, give me a moment to talk about HelloFresh. I love these guys. I'm simply a customer. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. You know what HelloFresh is, right? With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep You skip trips to the grocery store, and you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. I decided for this live read to just uh, go through a couple recipes that I got in my last box. This one was amazing. Chicken and bacon-filled ravioli with mushrooms, plus Parmesan cream sauce and tomato. Prep time, 5 minutes. Cook time, 20 minutes. Calories, well, we don't have to worry about calories on this one. (laughs) But what I love about them is the fact that everything you need for this recipe comes in the box, all pre-measured, including the spices. Then the other one I got in uh, the latest box from HelloFresh, oh my goodness, this was delicious. One pot pork and black bean chili with spicy crema. And Monterey Jack cheese. Prep time, 10 minutes. Cook time, 35 minutes. And what I find really important about HelloFresh, everyone's trying to save money. HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than dining at a restaurant and is even cheaper than grocery shopping. All right, listen, if you like my podcast, you got to check it out for yourself. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Love these guys. Man, speaking of politics, you know, 
I, I said, I, I think a couple days ago, I, I rarely have the TV on these days, uh, and the TV's on the wall looking very antiquated, very old. I'd rather be on my phone or editing podcasts or editing videos or, you know, checking out stuff I want to check out. Not the stuff that got programmed for me. That's weird in this day and age. But because of the Trump Mar-a-Lago thing, I'm like, all right, let's see what these dummies are saying about this. And it's like, wow. CNN, MSNBC, they uh, basically want Trump arrested, throw away the key, blah, 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 blah. And then you go to Fox, and this is an outrage, and we should disband uh, the FBI, and everybody that was involved with this raid should be arrested. (laughs) It's like, I think we got a divide in this country. Are you sad Pete and Kim Kardashian broke up? I thought that would last forever. (laughs) That was like, that was just one of those things. The billionaire rich girl goes to Staten Island and has some pizza with the down and dirty uh, homeboy. It was perfect for the uh, for the gossip pages. Oh my God! She flew to Staten Island and went to his favorite pizza place. I'm like, okay, this whole thing is uh, bullshit. Oh my God! Look at her just sitting there, borrowing the onion salt from the table next to her. Shut up. Yes, I am saying give peace a chance. What's your favorite peace song? Oh, yeah, all right, you got mine. There you go, it was nice and easy. Yeah, Donald, give yourself a bail. That's my favorite peace song right there, Peace Frog by The Doors. A very, very underrated Doors song. Oh, shit, you hit me with the peace train as your favorite uh, peace song? Of course it's Andy Vollin. Ooh, let me think really fast. Peace Frog versus Peace Train. Ooh, that Peace Train's a damn good song. Who did a remake of that? Was it Natalie? Did the 10,000 Maniacs do a a version of Peace Train? Ooh, Andy. Nah, but that that funky beat in Peace Frog. I'm going to go Peace Frog over uh, Peace Train. Most wouldn't do that. And don't, I'm so glad not one person, we're talking about peace songs, not one person uh, said peaceful, easy feeling. Uh, yuck. Eagles, overrated, I said it. Don Henley on his own, not so much. Don Henley had some great songs when he got away from the Eagles and their peaceful, easy feeling. Yuck. God, I never got into the Eagles. I can't think of one Eagles song that I was like, you know what, I like that. I got to turn up my uh, my radio a little bit. Maybe even though it was the overplayed Hotel California, but Life in the Fast Link? Ah, God, no. Most of their catalog was just basic. Gary Krasinski loves the Eagles? Sorry, Gary. <laughs> We're not going to agree on everything. I know that was a brave move on my part to say the Eagles sucked. They're one of the greatest bands of all time, I understand. I just never, I just never got into the Eagles. Know who I like better than the Eagles? And they fall short as far as uh, radio airplay goes? Is uh, Chicago. Boston over Chicago? Who, Boston's first album. You want to talk about a perfect album. There are so many bands that almost had the perfect album, and then, like, the last song, you're like, why did you throw this hunk of garbage on here? Saying that, Boston's first album could be the closest to a perfect album that you're going to get. And then the second album by Boston was absolutely amazing. Not as good as the first, but certainly way up there. And then, uh, you know, the third album was the drop-off for Boston, unfortunately. 
Although uh, I did like the song Cool the Engines. Yeah, 25 or 6 to 4. I mean, you want to get pumped. If you're feeling down in the morning and you're like, man, I just need something. I just need something to try to get me going. The song isn't 25 or 6 to 4, by the way. The one you put on from Chicago, if you want to just get a get a pep in your step and a smile in your soul, you got to go uh, feeling stronger. Oh, my God. That's the one right there. Must have been tough to play their music on WBAB back in the day. The Eagles? Yeah, well, I think I've said this many times over the years. Um, when I was a music jock, I thought it was a big waste of time. I thought it was a joke. When I was younger... It got me the ladies, because they're like, Oh, are you the guy I hear? Yes. But it wasn't saying anything, and I was, I was playing the exact same songs every other DJ was playing, and we all had to make believe we were excited to hear whatever song for the 10,000th time. I hated it. At first, it was exciting, because you're on you know a big radio station, and then I, I was like, screw this, I'm going to just start talking. Because that's what I really want to do, and if it works out, great. If not... All right, then I'm going to move on from radio. So, you know, a lot of the times is the DJ's like, oh, my God, Chicago feeling stronger every day. I'm going to crank this up, and I hope you are, too. As soon as you uh, turned off your mic, you went like this to the volume and turned it completely off and then went back to the phones uh, so you could flirt with girls. That's the reality of being a music jock. Joe Walsh is great outside of the Eagles. Yes, John Kors, you're right. God, are you right. Do you know the song, I, is it love? John Kors, you might know, or I like. I I think it's I like big T's. I'm not going to say the T word for the thing, you know, for the, for the mounds. But Joe Walsh has a song called I like big. Uh. You can't really play it on the radio, but it is a really catchy, cool song. <laughs> Check it out. That's the song I turned you on to today. It is really catchy and funky and good guitar work. Funk 49 is an amazing song. Was my t-shirt tucked in the whole time, just pulling it down like I had some kind of cleavage shirt on? Oh, God. My hair looks lovely today. Thank you. Thank you, Butters. You know what sucks? I ran out of my shampoo, so I'm just like... I'm grabbing my daughter's shampoo. She's got long, wavy beautiful hair like my wife and I just got this it's I, I got it's called fine hair I got fine hair so I've been like grabbing their bottles and <laughs> wow some days it's an experiment I used one of their uh, products the other day and I think I was on camera for that and it gave me cotton candy hair because I, I don't know as I think it was some kind of was it a defrizzer or was it a one of those shampoos that takes the moisture out of your hair because you have too much moisture. Oh boy, it wasn't it wasn't good for the kid. I, I turned this thing on. I had cotton candy hair on the top of my head, and then these bottles—they're like they're in other languages. And you would think, you know, all right, if you're gonna buy one of these um, products for the shower, you'd think there would be one English word on it that said shampoo or conditioner and then you can have all that other french crap around the fact that the one word says shampoo or conditioner because i've gotten in trouble with that i'm in the shower i don't have any shampoo anymore i'm looking around at my wife's stuff and i'm like this looks good enough and then i'm it's all in french i think i only took one year because the the teacher was really really sexy and hot and had no joke i know this is 
very stereotypical, but she had the French perfume, and that was the only reason I took French in uh, high school. And boy, was I a bust. So I don't really know French. So I'm reading this bottle. I think it was all in French. I'm just like, just give me one clue that this might be shampoo so I can put something in my hair. I get out of the shower. The hair's looking like stiff. It's not moving. I go to my wife. I use blah, blah. What do you use? And I show her. She goes, oh, my God, that's an ass scrub. (laughs) Only thing we got on Trump is that, uh, you know, he's demanding that the FBI returns all the documents that they planted. That's the latest on the Trump thing. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up. He said they were planted, that the FBI was planting documents, and now he's demanding that they return the documents, I guess, that the FBI planted. (laughs) Cheers. Have fun fighting that all day. I will not be one of those people fighting that. And then finally, I guess... um, Howard Stern lost his dad. His dad died. Ben Stern, I guess he was 99 years old. Oh, my goodness. And then, uh, you know, you had a ton of people. You had a ton of people writing me. They got excited. They're like, here's your chance, Ope, to finally get back at Howard. Because for the people that don't know, um, when my dad died, which was uh, 18 years ago, a few days ago, You know, Howard thought it would be fun to, you know, make fun of the fact that I lost my dad and and Dice was on with uh, Howard and they were talking about doing some horrendous things with my dead dad's skull. And it's one of the reasons that I never let up on Howard over the years because when something like that happens, I am not letting up whatsoever. And I I got members of my family that are even way more pissed at Howard for that than me. And then I would talk about this over the years. And then my own guy, Anthony, would deny that it ever happened. That never happened. Howard never, you know, trashed your dad. Over the weekend, someone someone put the clip up. I'm like, thank you. So, so anyway, yes. what happened was with this Opie, uh, whatever his fucking name is. Yes, Opie and Anthony. So I'll fuck it? his skull. Right. Well, he's alive. Well, there you go. Okay? Right. This little fucking pansy. Would you fuck his father's skull? If I had to. Well, then what okay? are you talking about? But I'd rather do it to him while he's awake. Anthony knew it happened, but for whatever reason, he had to change his tune on that, too. I'm like, what are you doing? Of course it happened. You know it happened. We talked about it at the time. With all that said, I, for one, know, you know, how hard it is to lose a parent. And, uh, you know, my condolences go out to Howard Stern and his family. That's it. Simple as that. I, I, I'm taking the high road on this. I'm not, I'm not going for it. With that, cheers. Have a good day, guys. I know it's Monday. It sucks. I get it. But we'll get through it. And hopefully we'll do this again tomorrow.